0: 101 sound, and your baby. Fuck what they talk out I've been getting my cake and running wild since the look. Yup, getting it every day, I'm working sun up till the sundown. Yeah, I'm getting it every day, the niggas hatin' to see how I do this shit.
1: What's up guys? This is Jake Carlisle and welcome to the Capital Gains Podcast, where we share our experiences on how to flip and invest in real estate, the stock market, and all things fitness. Join us as we dive deep into the world of self-development and get ready to make some capital gains what's up guys uh this is jake and i'm joined by chad today uh coming to you live from apex headquarters home of ryan Stuman, and our guest today uh zach sasser is here with us what is up brother what's going on guys what you got chad's here um yeah so we only have two two mics today so we're gonna be going back and forth for me and chad but uh we're going to introduce Zach Sasser. He is a salesman at Break Free Academy. And um, without further ado, I will let him introduce himself. Appreciate it, man.
2: Man, I, I've been looking forward to being on here ever since you, you first told me, hey, I'm going to start doing a podcast. My first thought was, I hope he sticks to it. I'm going to hold him, too. I'm going to, I'm going to put his feet in the fire and make sure that he... Because so many people, that they start a podcast and they'll do three or four episodes and then they'll fall off. And it's uh, the people don't realize that it's such a such a hard thing to do. It's like a full time job. Mm-hmm. Um, but on top of that, just I, I think that speaks volumes to just like that's I, I, really like a mindset that a lot of people have is that they want to start it. You know, they they have that motivation. They want to start something, and then you know life happens. Force of average comes at you. You know, starts throwing stuff at you, and you, and you forget about it. You put it on the back burner, um, especially since it's hard in the beginning. You know, starting out, you have six viewers, and twelve viewers, and you're like, man, this is taking so much of my my time, you know, I'm putting so much effort into it, but you know, nobody's looking, you know, it's, it's not paying off, you know, you know, you're not hearing anything from it. Um, So I just want to say, first off, man, I'm, I I love watching you stick to it. Um, And then on top of that, you know, I I was like, man, I can't wait until they, they asked me, I'm never going to ask them to be a guest, but I can't wait till they ask me to be a guest. So thank you guys for having me guys.
1: Absolutely. Um, I think it's, you know, one, me and Chad both were like, you know, whenever it comes to be Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday, I guess the day before, because we usually, we usually go the day before, um, we're always like, man, we have to do a podcast. We have to, we have to do a podcast, get it in no matter what, even if it's like seven minutes long, whatever it is, we gotta, we gotta do it. Um, cause I think that's one of the big things that I've seen from a lot of other people, um, that have done podcasts. And it's this funny story. Like, so we got Capra gains, um, the name I looked it up on Spotify. I was like, Has anybody done this before? And lo and behold, somebody has. And so I looked and said, Who, you know, how many have they done? They've done two podcasts and they're all three years old. Always. So I was like, Well, they ain't doing it. So I'm going to do it. And so I think this is now our 45th episode. Um, and we've been doing it since September. And uh, <clears throat> we're trying to either do three kind of mi- mid, 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 um, it's a long podcast a week um, or two kind of longer podcasts, but we'll see. We'll see how it rolls. Um, but yeah, man, just uh, introduce yourself and, and tell us what you do and, and who you work for.
2: Yeah, man, for sure. So so my name is Zach Sasser. Um, that's always a hard question, man. Who Like, who are you? Like, it's just like the, one of the hardest questions. Um, yeah, so so what I do for a living, uh, I'm in sales. I love sales. I own a couple of businesses too. Um, but my main gig is I sell... For Ryan Stuman, so the hardcore closer, um, that's like my my biggest mentor in my life. Um, so I'm one of his top producers over here at Apex. Um, that's actually how I met y'all. You know, y'all y'all came to one of our Apex. Y'all, actually, y'all commented in our our sales talk group. So we we actually run the the largest sales pros group on Facebook. It's called Sales Talk with Sales Pros. And y'all commented on one of those. I think you tagged Chad or Chad Jag tagged you. Have no idea. And um, yeah. I was like, and I invited y'all up. I was like, hey, you know, come come to this event because um, I saw y'all were from College Station, I saw y'all were friends with one of our mutual friends, uh, Seth Williams, and I was like, hey, you know, come come up to the, the Apex Live, um, see what we're all about, and y'all came up, and rest is history, probably about six months ago, and y'all started in our, our lowest level of Apex, saw, you know, hey, it's valuable, I, I want to grow more, and, and y'all are doing big things over there in College Station with the, the real estate, um, and and. Y'all, y'all's time is just getting eaten away. So y'all need those different systems and processes and stuff like that. And so y'all were like, hey, I think it's time to go to the second level, which is really the whole idea of, of our program is start you at the lowest, get you some wins, get you some sales coming in. Now you have more sales than you can handle. Now you need systems. You need to delegate, hire people, different systems and processes and then from there you know start other businesses. Yep. So you are kind of like at the, that middle stage, which is fun to it's super
1: exciting to watch, man. Super exciting to watch. It's definitely interesting. Um I, I think it's needed and uh it's cuz you know me and Chad both you know we went from you know uh treating it like a side hustle to um now realizing hey if we actually want to grow, we're going to have to treat this like a legit business, hire people, you know, payroll, accountants, you name it, we have to have it, and um, you know I think I think it's going to be super important for our growth in, in the next year. I think it's going to be a super critical time in the next year. to make or break us, honestly, um, and and we'll see what we're made of. Um, but I want to start back to um, you know tell tell them who who Ryan Stueman is, what what his background, and then why you started working for him, and then going up the ranks with him um, to where now you're a multi million dollar producer for him. Yeah, so so Ryan's
2: story—that's a crazy story, and I I can't even do it justice on this podcast. You could give me an hour,
1: forty-five minutes, um, and I couldn't do it justice. And just just do—I uh, mean, just bullet points, and then like, sure. and then like why you work for him, and then um, what you're doing within his stuff, and then what you're also working on yourself.
2: Yeah. So so long story short, Ryan's been through the ringer. He's been through prison, and he's two-time felon. Um, been through the ringer three divorces like he, he's like you think of like the force of average and I mentioned this earlier um force of average is basically like the world wants you to be average uh the world doesn't want you to be great that's why there's so many mediocre people out there so many average people out there is because you know something good you you have a record month the next month you usually you fall off you know you you have this this breakthrough idea hey let's start a podcast most people stop it you start going to the gym, start getting some gains, and then something happens. Maybe it's like I, I don't know because excuses always sound good. Um, some excuse comes through, and you fall off. That so we call that Ryan calls that the force of average. So it's like your life's going good; it has to bring you back down. The opposite's true too, though. You ever notice like, like you're going through it, like you feel like your life could never get any worse. Like you feel like you're at rock bottom. Somehow it always seems it's, seems a, a way to find its way back to you know normal. You know, mediocre. Yep. Um, so that that's what he calls the force of average. It's saying that no matter how high your life gets, it's going to try to bring you back down to the status quo. And no matter how low it gets, it's going to bring you back up to the status quo. Um, so yeah, he, he's been through the ringer, man. And that's why I think that's why his following is so strong. And so many people look up to him is like, yeah, he, he's awesome at sales. And he teaches me a ton about sales. And uh, he's a cool dude just to hang around like, yeah, he's a cool dude. But I think the biggest thing that I get from him is the mindset. And I think a lot of people do that is because he has such a, I mean, one of our core values is FYE stands for, can I cuss? Mm -hmm. Stands for fuck your excuses. Like that, like that's his core value. That's like the biggest thing that I take from him is like, no matter what happens, like you just, you just, like nobody said life was going to be easy. You just have to keep fighting and fighting those excuses and doing the work despite, um, so, that, I mean, that's who Ryan is. How I got linked up with him is he runs this program called Apex. So Apex, I'll, I'll just give you all, like, a general idea if you never heard of it. Basically, it's, it's like a, a coaching program, but then it's also a network. Um, so he, he helps, like, salespeople and business owners close more sales, grow their business, invest their money, save money on taxes, stuff like that. Um, and my dad's been a client. So I, I grew up in a roofing family. My dad's owned a roofing, family, owned a roofing company since I was probably 12. Maybe even before that, like after the the mortgage crash, because he used to be in mortgages. Um, So I I grew up in a roofing family, and my dad's been a client of Ryan's for five years, maybe, 2017. Um, And I just happened to go over to my dad's house one day. I moved out when I was 18. I just happened to go over there. I was dropping something off for my little brothers, and he was on a Zoom call with Danny Galvez. Uh, You know Danny. Yeah, I know Danny. Um, Danny's like like Ryan's right-hand man. He onboards all of our clients, and... um, He's like hey come come meet Danny you know he works for Ryan Stuman. and Ryan Stuman, like I, I grew up in in Denton it's like 20 minutes from Frisco which is all like suburbs of, of Dallas um, and and Ryan always grew up in Plano and Frisco so he, I, like I knew of him I, I was in the sales talk group since like 2015 like I he was like the local entrepreneur like the dude um, so I was like hell yeah what you know what's up Danny and uh, he's like hey I, do you go to UNT North Texas because I was wearing a hoodie I was like I do He's like what do you study? I told him marketing. He's like, do do you want an internship with us? And I kind of hesitated because I wasn't like a lot of people were talking about internships. And I didn't go to college to get an internship. I didn't go to college to get a nine to five. I went to college because I was iffy on it. I was 50-50. I already did 26. Seven credits in high school, so I was already like one year through. Right. Um, I did really good in high school too, so I had a, a lot of it paid for in scholarships. So I was like, you know, I, it, it doesn't hurt. You know, my dad was like, hey, I'm, I'm in sales. Some some years are really good, some years are really bad, uh, and that college degree would have helped in the bad years. So I decided to go to college, but I wasn't looking for an internship or nine to five. I knew I wanted to own my own businesses. I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, um, but you don't you don't really turn down an internship with Ryan Stumann. I was like. Yeah. You know, hell, hell yeah. Um, so I got plugged in here, started as an intern at 19. I, I turned 20 like my first week. Um, so started as a 20 year old intern. About six months into it, I was already sending Apex sales to the other sales reps here. And Ryan's like, you're pretty good at this. Why don't we just teach you how to do it yourself? And I was like, oh yeah. You know, I, I, and I, I sold roofs before that with my parents. Um, so I was not, not, you know, I'm not the sale closer that I am now, but I I wasn't too bad. Right. Um and door to door it's so crucial because I, I think door to door is the best way to start in sales. Because you go knocking doors, Chad, you're going through it right now. You're knocking on these doors and people are slamming the door in front of you, especially in D F W and in Frisco, we get hit with hail all the time. Um, so I, like you you grow your like your skin's tough. Um so I, I was semi introduced to, to sales and uh I just kinda hit the ground running. So, um, Six months into it, I started sales. Um, another six months into it, I kind of struggled. Um, but six months into it, I hit like 200K in sales, which is like really good here, at least at the time. Um, and that was the month, like before that, I was doing like forty, fifty thousand dollars 50000 in sales. I hit 200,000 last December. We were running some special. And Ryan's like, dude. Like, and that's a
1: month, right? Yeah, 200,000 yeah. in a, a month. month.
2: Yeah. Um, and Ryan's like, dude, there's no reason you can't do this every single month. Like, the only thing that's limiting you is your, your, is your mindset, is, is you believing in yourself that you're a $200,000 per month like, producer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and before that, it was like 40, 50, So it was like a big jump. It was like 5X in what mm-hmm, I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was right. You know, January came. It was a slow month. first We ran a special. Um, I, but I still did better. I did like 60, 70. Um, February, same thing. Short month, still did 60, 70. And then March, April, May, I did 400,000. And that's whenever I was like, all right. You know, that, that this this is my new standard, you know, right. this is what I should be hitting every month. Um ever since then, three hundred, four hundred. Last month I did five hundred. So it's it's just like it was that confidence in myself and, and Ryan was right in it. So
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's crazy. And uh what what's the what was the total total produced last year for you in twenty twenty one? I did three point five million. Yeah. So Zach produced three and a half million dollars. Um, in sales revenue for for Apex, and that's that's the that's where me and Chad are. Um, we're an Apex entrepreneur, um, and you know Zach sold us, so we're a uh, we we were um twenty thousand of that, just about. Um, well,
0: the the <laughs> thing that i like that draws me to Zach that I've noticed, and I've told Jake this multiple times, is the authenticity. Is so like when we're at. We stayed at his house last night when we were here. He, he just caters to you. He, like, he wants to help you. Couches are really, really comfortable. <laughs> yeah, solid couches. But like, <laughs> he's sitting here like, hey, my girl got cookies for y'all. Like, hey, is this fan good? It's like, like dude, we're good. <laughs> like, but he just, just goes over the top, and it's, you can see it. Like when you're talking to all the people here, like smile on your face. And like you said, you're introverted, but you can just tell like you actually care. Like it's not like you're just like, Yeah, yeah, I sold it. Like, fuck that dude. Like you you care, I feel like you or at least you make it seem like it, you do a good job. No, I, I
2: appreciate you saying that, man, because I, I think that's the key to sales. And this is something my dad instilled in me early on. Cause I I grew up in an entrepreneurship family. He always was teaching me sales. And he's like, dude, sales is is like so a lot of people struggle in it. But here's the thing with sales: if you approach sales with a servant heart and you genuinely want to help these people, you saw you never sell a product you don't believe in, do you want it by yourself? sell a product that you genuinely believe helps people. So for him, it was roofs, a lot of contractors cut corners. Y- y'all know how it is. Um, he was always helping these people. It wasn't about the paycheck. And you can make a lot of money selling roofs in, in Texas. Um, it was never about the paycheck. He just wanted to help people. And he did mortgages. He was just helping people get into, into houses. Um, so that, that, was, man, that was one of the biggest things I've ever taken. Just approach it with a sermon heart. Just help people. And, um, and I, people, people can tell. You know they can tell yeah. if you're faking it or or if you're genuine, um, but if you if you just approach it just trying to help people, um, you'll never have to worry about you know where your next check's coming from. Mm-hmm. And so. that's the
0: thing too. It's like there's so many people that are chasing the check and they're so transactional, and when they try to act like they care, it's like you don't give a you shit. You see through it. Yeah, like you're trying to make a dollar, but with you, it's like. Like that, I feel like, and that's what leads to you doing those four and five hundred thousand dollar months. Because people can tell, even probably through messages on Facebook, is like, damn, this this dude just, you know, adding, you know, giving me value, and you either you get an apex or you don't. Like we love to have you, but if you don't understand,
2: yeah, man, no, I appreciate you saying that for sure. Um, yeah, it's definitely contributed to the, the three point five because I was doing the math. Um, I had my first speaking gig a few months ago. I was in in St. Louis. With yeah, with Adam McChesney, one of our clients. And uh, I, I was talking on, you know, how to leverage your network um, and get referrals, get massive amounts of referrals. So I started doing the math. I was like, this would be cool to put a, a, a bar graph or a, a, what is it? I don't even know, man. I've been out of college for, for a while. Um, pie chart of like, like you know, Anything. your referrals. It all works. Um, started doing the math, a million dollars in referrals, just referrals. These are my, my clients coming to me and saying, Zach, Apex has changed my life. I want you to talk to my best friend, my brother, my my, you know, whoever. I want you to talk to them. Um, I've told them a little bit about it, but I, I want you to help them. Um, a million of that three point five has been referrals. Damn. So, so that, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. And just that's,
1: that's only going to grow. One hundred percent only going to grow.
2: One hundred percent. But I, I just think that's pretty cool because that that just kind of proves that, hey, you know, like our clients don't leave us; they stay with us year after year. They refer us to all their friends. They level up. They don't join for a year and quit. They join for a year, get so many wins that they're like, "Dude, I'm making so many sales. I need the systems in Apex too. I need to hire people. I need to train people. I need to scale up because I don't want to be in the sales role. I want to work on my business instead of in my business." Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that that's just. And, and I started this as an intern, thinking, "Oh, maybe I'll maybe I'll you know train under Ryan for a while and then start my own stuff." But dude, I, I really don't see myself leaving at this point because it, there's really no reason to. Um, I'm flying with with Ryan across the country. Um, his mode of transportation is private jets, so that's a cool plus. Um, driving in Lamborghinis, um, it's just, it's a really cool life. I'm watching all my clients win. Ryan lets me start my own businesses on the side, so that I mean that's no problem. Um, I really don't see myself leaving, and it's because Ryan's built something so powerful that helps so many people that. You know, they, they want to tell everybody. They don't want to be selfish. They want to spread the word, hey, you should get in this program.
0: Yeah, and that's one thing that, too, like, you know, when we first joined, we were not skeptical, but it's just I've never been around anything like this. And as we've progressed and just seeing the other people winning, the, the network that, that he's created, like Jake and I were talking about, I think it was at our, the last Apex Live, is like one of our goals is to make it to um, executives. And be a coach um, or something along those lines, because to be an executive, you know, you have to hit a certain threshold. Like there's you can, not just anybody. There's standards. It. Yeah, there's standards sure. to it. We protect and that room ex- heavily. Exactly, and it's a it's a solid room. So that's what that's one of Jake and R's, Jake and I's goals is to be some of the younger ones in there.
1: I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I think I think being <clears throat> or not being transactional is a is a huge leg up. Um, especially, and even on our end, right. When, when people are wanting to sell their homes or let's say, you know, grandma died and now the son or daughter is going to go sell the house. Well, that's grandma's house, right? That's not just, that's not just a house, right? That's the home. That's, that's where they grew up going to grandma's house, going to Christmas, going to Easter, going to whatever. And so you have to treat it like, like one of the biggest transactions of their lives because it is right. And so you can't take that lightly, um, with anything um, because I, I think if, if, you, if you're very transactional, people, people uh, pick that up immediately and, um, and then you're missing out on referrals because they don't like who you are and they're just saying, oh, he's just in it for the money, right? But I think to bounce off your point of referrals, um, I think half of me and Chad's – well, I would say 30%, 30, 30, 40% of me and Chad's transactions have been referrals and all of my real estate um, transactions as a, as a realtor have been referrals so far. Um, that's going to change here soon with Samuel Smith. But, I mean, you know, all the money we've made, the majority of it has been referrals. And um, so if, if you're just a good person and like you care about people, you're going to succeed in whatever sales or business you're doing, I think.
2: Yeah, man, and that's something people don't realize. I, like, If you notice, the best salespeople that I know, probably y'all too, are just genuine people. They're just cool people that you want to hang around with. Um, just just people that you know that they're, they're cool. They give off that vibe. They help you. They genuinely care. So, I, like, that's the biggest thing. People get into sales and like, man, there's there's no you know base salary. Hey, how am I gonna pay my bills and stuff like that? Right. But if you go into it, a lot of people go into it with high pressure. They're stressing. They're anxious because they're like, I'm getting told no all these times. But if you if you switch the the what is it? Perspective. Right. And you start. Your perception just, is your reality. Just just start Just start helping people. Just start being cool. No pressure. There's no magic words that you're going to say that's going to unlock this person's mind to be like, hey, here's my money. You know, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll buy it from you. There's, there's no magic words. It's just a, a series of steps that you have to do in order to get there. And I, I think that goes for a lot of things. You know, there, there's no magic workout that you're going to do in order to, Accomplish your fitness goals, whether it be lose weight, whether it be gain weight, gain muscle, whatever that looks like there's no there 's no magic pill basically is what i 'm trying to say yep. uh, and I think this is what success is. Success is a series of good habits that you stack on top of each other and you 're consistent with it. so if you do all of these there there 's no one pill it 's hey, be a good person, be genuine, help people um, be cool to talk to, you know, have energy, just, just all these, these good habits to have in the gym. You could say, Hey, eat right, you know, do this workout. Um, don't overtrain, don't undertrain. Um, it, just, just be consistent with it. Um, so if you do all of those, but that's not what people want to hear. People want to hear, man, how, how can I, how can I get here quick? How can I, how can I accomplish my goals right now? What's the one workout that I can do that I'll be shredded for, you know, dinner on Saturday. It just doesn't work like that. It's a long game. And once you start realizing that, you start winning in every aspect of your life, not okay. just financially.
0: Well, and you, like one thing I have noticed when I was like selling plumbing, I was always chasing the dollar. Not always, but when I first started, you know, you, you see a little bit of money coming in in sales. And if you're not taught right, you're chasing money. Like you want to be hitting on every job. And if it would slow up and I would have like a bad week, like you start getting stressed and then it's, like, you're blaming it on, like, I'm getting bad calls, like, yada, yada. And when you go in there, you're, you know, you're just, you've been in a slump. Like, customers can almost see that, I feel like. Like, if if you're, like, trying too hard because it's, like, I haven't sold in a while. Like, people can just feel that, like, tension. And I don't know. It's just a weird thing. But, like, what you said, if you're just in there with a, like, you know, helping mindset and just helping heart and just genuinely care. Like, just leave it at that, like, People can see both sides of it. So even if, what's the word, like you're going in there just trying to sell, like pe- people are just going to see it. Like you almost can feel that pushiness to where it just shows.
2: And and slumps happen. You know, slumps do happen in sales. It's a force of average. It's what mm-hmm. I was talking about earlier. You're going to have good months. You're going to have bad yep. months. But you need to know that it's always going to get better. And you, just ha- you, you can't think that you're in a slump. Mm-hmm. You have to get out of that mindset because if you think you're going a slump, you're going to be in a slump. Your yep. perspective is your reality. You just said it. But if you get out of that, yeah, you may have, you know, another week where it's bad, but eventually, you know, the sales are gonna start coming in. But I think that's why it's so crucial to, especially if you're in sales, have multiple streams of income. Not necessarily distractions. So if if your main job is, you know, sales, probably don't have another main job that sales. Do sales and then maybe some real estate. Start building that passive, you know, residual income so that at the start of the month, you know at least your bills are covered. You may not be able to go out to, to the nice steakhouse or you may not be able to do this and this, but you at least know that, you know, your, your base is covered. And that that just, once you have that financial freedom, something unlocks in your mind and it's just like, I'm good.
0: Well, it takes that right. stress away of like, if I suck this month, I mean, I'm still good. Like, I'm not going to get my car repoed or, you know, my house taken away. Like taking that stress away to where you're not like, I guess it's like fight or flight mode in a sense. Hundred like percent. You're not like you're, your back's not against the wall. Like if you take that away and like you got your shit covered, like, then I feel like that's when you can really start performing as well. Because like you said, high stress, like all that's gone, like you're just you're just going then and being yourself and not thinking about that.
2: That's that's why I think it's important to keep your keep your nut each month low. Mm-hmm. So it's easy, especially in sales, you start having those ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars per month. It's like, Hey, I wanna go get a car, you know, I wanna go get a watch. See, all these people with, with these Rolexes, I want, I want a Rolex. You know, that, that's, that's, if I get a Rolex, then I'm successful. Right. If I get a car, um, keeping, that, keeping that nut low, live below your means, way below your means. It, it, it just takes a lot of the stress off of you. But on top of that, that money that you're spending, especially with us being so young, and I know a lot of your audience is younger people, especially with us being so young, a dollar spent right now is worth like $5 in the future. Because if if instead of spending that dollar on a car or say you spend hundred thousand dollars on a car, that hundred thousand dollars, if you invested it into the right places, and we're young, we can take risk. I mean, I have investments going on thirty percent returns. You can invest that for thirty percent. That hundred thousand is one thirty next year. Now it's gonna be one hundred sixty three. I don't want to do math, man, but it, it multiplies. So every dollar that you spend right now is worth way more in the future. That's why it's so crucial crucial to, to not only live below your means because the mindset thing you're not as anxious on sales calls and stuff like that. But on top of that, you can start investing that money and and that, that's I, I want everybody to keep things in perspective because we're so young, yep. we're so young. So you don't have to have it all figured out right now. But if you just if you do the small steps, and it's not sexy, you know, working out in the gym is not sexy. Doing these small steps, saving on, on you know, not going out to the club all the time. And I'm not saying you can't have fun; go have fun. But just being mindful of that and knowing, hey, you know, right now it's on a smaller scale. You know, right now maybe I'm saving a thousand dollars per month, but those those principles go a long way. So whenever you're having those thirty thousand dollar months, now it's, hey, I'm still living at you know five thousand dollars per month. You know, I'm, I'm I'm chilling. You have a low nut. Five thousand dollars, you you could live for a good life at $5,000, I believe. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Well, and then when you start making that kind of money and it starts coming in and you're living like that, like things starts to compound and snowball. So uh-huh. do that for a little while and then I feel like that's when the the ball really starts rolling and it gets it can get pretty crazy pretty quick like in a good way obviously.
2: But it 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 can, but it's not always quick.
0: But not yeah, when I say quick, I mean like it might not take for sure 20 or 30 years like it could happen in 10.
2: So for Ryan, Ryan's doing things at, an, at a level a huge level. He's doing things at a huge level, so every month he's buying a couple houses. He's buying a, he's about to buy a NFT of one of those board apes. Yeah, yeah. Uh he has a mutant ape, he just got a a board bunny. I don't know about him, man. but um <laughs> he like he's doing things at a big level, so he can start doing that. He could probably he could probably walk away from Apex any day and be perfectly fine just from his investments. But in the beginning, it was a two hundred bucks per stocks, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's on a much larger scale, so it's just getting those principles in line.
1: Yep, I think one of the big things that you 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 hit on was setting yourself up for your future, um, not not pushing yourself into a hole from the very beginning. Um, and everybody's like. Go grab the, the the brand new truck or the brand new car. Um, wear the nicest clothes. Wear the all the new workout gear. Um, like if anybody knows who, me, I'm wearing two year old shoes. I'm wearing high school khakis and a high school shirt right now. And I haven't spent any money on clothes in like two years. Um, now most people are different. Like Chad he he likes to look fly and so he'll he'll go spend money. But I'm different. I like to, I like to spend money on food. I like to eat I like to eat good where he doesn't. He's he's at home, right? So um, But it's
0: like I mean there's but that goes to show the two different sides of it like I, I don't, think we consider
1: those more of a, more of investments rather than costs, I guess.
0: Yeah, cuz like it's like I don't spend stupid money, but I'll go drop money here and there because like I am real big on presentation for the most part. Like when I go out, I want to look Good, because I feel like, you know, people see somebody that's dressed nicer, you know, looks clean cut, like they take you more serious. You know what I mean? Like whether if somebody comes in with some raggedy ass shit and they're just gonna be like, who's this bum? You know what I mean? And like, yeah, it's you don't, you know, I don't wanna think that way towards other people. I don't wanna judge them, but it's human nature. Like, I get it.
2: I, I think it comes down to knowing yourself because some people, you know, wanna spend more money on clothes. Some people, so for me, I don't care about clothes really. Like, I, I wear a black hoodie um, jeans. I, I didn't even pay for these jeans. My girlfriend got these jeans for me. Um, but if I did pay for them, they're American Eagle, $50 jeans. Um, my shoes lately, I've been splurging a little bit on shoes just because I'm wearing black jeans and a black hoodie every day. I can at least, you know, spend a hundred, 200 bucks on some, some shoes. Um, but like I, I didn't grow up with money, so I don't, I don't really care about that. But you know, when we got to, family dinners or stuff like that like I'm I'm paying for my family. So that's kind of what like what I splurge on is I I'm, I'm I'm willing to pay for those experiences and for my family. I spend more on my family than I do for myself. Like it just comes down to knowing yourself like like it could be like maybe I want some clothes, maybe I want a, a truck. I just say, you know, it's okay to splurge on yourself and treat yourself life short, but it's just finding that balance. So maybe it's maybe it's just a truck or maybe it's just the clothes or maybe it's just you know spending it on your family or something like that but just know yourself because life is short so do do what you want but also kind of have that delayed gratification and and find the balance everybody has a balance so just find that balance for yourself
1: yep I think uh, I think that's one thing that I've I've I think done well I could probably I could probably do a lot better in the in the clothes side of things but um, I, I you know you said be yourself. I think that's that's the biggest thing is try not to be somebody else or try not to be somebody who you think you ought to be. Just just be yourself, right? Don't don't try to act like you know, your mentor or act like your dad or you know, somebody you want to be um because Zach is not Ryan Stuman. Zach's going to be Zach when Zach turns 40. I'd be right? broke
2: real quick if I tried to live up to Ryan Stuman
1: <laughs> So like I I think you just have to stay stay in your own lane, focus on your own stuff. Um, because if, if Zach got real riled up in, in all Ryan Stuman's business, well now Zach's stuff is, is suffering, right? Um and same thing for, for Ryan. If he gets if he gets caught up in, in Andy Frescello's stuff, well then now Ryan's stuff is gonna struggle. Um I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned from Andy, Ed, um Ryan, anybody that's in, of that level is you need to be focusing on your own stuff because uh, you go see, you know the I see people that are my age getting married and having babies, and I'm like, what? And I'm like, but like their 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 outlook is completely different than what my focus is, right? Um, and it's 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 different for everybody, nice. but
0: um, yeah. What's well, the thing? It's like everybody's at a different point in their life. Like it doesn't mean yours is wrong or theirs is wrong. Like sometimes it happens with, I mean, I guess I already put her on blast. Um, like my girlfriend will say that sometimes. Like these people are in this house, they have a kid, and it's like, shit, good for them. Like I don't mean we got to, you yeah, know what I mean? Like sure. we're just we're just not at that point.
2: Live at like, your own timeline. That's yeah. one thing that my my dad instilled in me too, is he said, um, there's gonna be like 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 if somebody puts like a time limit on you, go ahead and just pass it up because if, if they're putting a time limit, there's probably like a there's a reason why they're trying to force you into an ulterior it.
1: ulterior motive there
2: exactly so but if if something doesn't align with your timeline just pass it up i don't care if it's the best deal ever if it doesn't align with your timeline pass it up there's there's no shame in that so just living at your own timeline
1: yep that's that's really good because i think a lot of people um and especially me um recently because we've been super 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 busy and you know you, you come out of college – or sorry, high school, and you're like, okay, everybody needs to be graduating college in four years, three, four years, whatever. That's, that's pretty standard. I see people my age getting their rings from A&M, and that's like the big thing in A&M, going ordering your ring, getting your ring, right? Um, I mean, I mean everybody's going to get their ring before me. Like at this point, everybody is. I'm going to be one of the last ones to get my ring in, in my age. Um, but you have to – like I have to look at it long term. Like what am I doing now? That they aren't doing, and what are they doing now that I'm not doing? Well, they're 100% focused on school. Well, I'm building a business, right? It's it's a little different. I'm going to school as well, um, whether it be part time or over the summer or whatever. Um, so everybody's on a different timeline, and you can't you can't you can't do everything first of all, but you can't focus on other people because then it's just going to delay your success.
2: Yeah, and w- one of the biggest things that I was talking to you about yesterday is it doesn't matter how long it takes you to get that ring. All that matters is. You get that ring because I, I was in a very similar spot to you you know you're, you're working full-time while you're going to school and you start tasting that money and you're like i don't really need that ring." you know I don't really, <laughs> well, why do i need to do those three more semesters of college um but i and i was talking to ryan about it um and ryan you know it, it would be in his best interest for me to be full-time apex selling while i was still in college um and jose too um, two, them, he's Ryan's right hand, man. Those are like the two biggest mentors in my life. Um, and, and they're like, nah, stay in school. And like, but and like, it, it won't. And they said, it's not about that. You know, it's not about you getting a piece of paper. It's about you quitting because yep. if you find a way, here's the thing about excuses. I said this earlier. Quitting is easy. Excuses always seem to sound good. They always, excuses always sound good to whenever you're that, that's the thing why people let them, you know, happen to them. Um, Excuses always sound good, but if you let – if you try to justify this, then you'll find ways to justify other ways to quit in your life too. Um, and at the end of the day, I mean, what what is college? You know, yeah, I, I, I was finishing during COVID, so a lot of it was online. I would just come to the office and just be, hey, guys, I'm on, I'm on calls for the rest of the day. So just finish. That's the biggest thing. And I, I know a lot of your audience is probably dealing with the same thing because yep. they're knocking doors, selling Vivint, selling real estate stuff like that down in college station stay in school because it's the biggest thing is is not um the piece of paper you probably won't use it i still don't even have mine technically so i graduated i walked (laughs) but i'm testing out of two classes i had three i took i took a clep test but they're just electives so i'm going to do like a a entry level math class because math's easy to me and uh something else i don't know maybe like psychology so I, I still don't even have my piece of paper. I'm going to get it. Don't worry. I already walked. Um, but I'm going to. But the reason why is not because of that piece of paper, but it's setting that standard. That I'm, I'm not going to quit. I started it. I chose it. It was a good decision. Um, plus, you never know what the future holds. So maybe yep. I do need a degree to get a $50,000 job later on.
1: Yep. Hope not, but right. maybe. Well, and that's – the, the, I think the biggest underlying fundamental thing is, is not quitting because um, it, it would be really easy for me to quit and be comfortable um, – and just focus solely on my business, being a realtor, whatever. Um, but you got you got to think of the, the long-term goal, right? Like, am I going to be a realtor in 10 years? Um, maybe, maybe not. Am I going to, you know, but, you know, let's say I meet somebody in the next two years at, at, or a year and a half at school, right? Let's say I quit and I don't meet them. and But in 10 years, they were going to hook me up with this $10 million deal that I would have never had without without college, right? Um, so it, it's, it's just really the network, and it's the same thing with Apex. The network really is more valuable, me, valuable to me than the piece of paper, right? It's, it's, it gives you legitimacy and authority because you went and did something and completed it, and then they go back and look at your resume, and they say, oh, you started a company, and you're a realtor, and you went to school, right? Or you're a salesman working full-time, and you went to school, like it's it it's a little different and like okay so that you know they can they can do a little bit more um so i think it's it just gives people a little more um legitimacy and authority in the marketplace i think when when I mean, not not necessarily when you just have a degree but when you have a degree but you have all these other things as well because go, going to school is a full-time job like going full-time 12 15 hours it is a full-time job i see it every day with my my buddies um and so that's why i'm i'm choosing to do it just because i not gonna quit, and I'm, I'm gonna suck it up and do it. Yes, sir. So, what else you got for me? What uh, what's your, what's your future look like?
2: What does my future look like?
1: Just saying, we got like seven minutes. Before. We're good.
2: All right. Um, my future. Um, this is something I've been thinking about a lot lately because I I, I look
1: at the short term goal a lot, and let's let's talk about like if people are nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two. And they're living in this short term mindset. Um, when you talk about your future, think about like go go with the the long term and and thinking delayed gratification. I guess yeah. So so
2: I was I was talking to a, an Apex prospect about this earlier today um, while y'all were in the meeting, and basically I was saying like I, I don't know what that looks like. Like twenty years down the line, and I know that's not the right answer. Like I, I know that I'm, I know I'm supposed to be like oh I want to do this this and this, but I just don't know. You know, I, I I feel grateful that I even know that what I want to do in the next five years, because a lot of people when they're 22 don't even know what the fuck they want to do. I have no idea. So the fact that I even know, like, you know, hey, next few years, I want to be doing this. But long term, I don't know, man. I know I want to make an impact. I don't know what that looks like. I don't want to own businesses. I don't know what businesses. Um, I know I want to be financially free. I know I want to have family. I, I just I, I don't know, man. Like long term, I don't know. Um, Short term, you know, kill it with sales here. Help. People change their lives, start new businesses. So me and you are talking about a business right now, invest in real estate, just, I mean, that, that's, that's why I see myself. I see myself right now. I'm just focused on what I can do to set myself up for success, to be the person that I need to be when the time comes, right? Because here's what I don't want to happen. I don't want 20 years to come by and I'm like, man, I, I know what I want to do, but I'm some bum. But you didn't, and I couldn't you didn't do it do if
1: any work and you didn't prepare anything exactly. the whole time. So I'm
2: just kind of preparing, just kind of general. You know, I'm, I'm learning business. I'm learning sales. I'm, I'm investing my money, living below my means, stuff like that, because I don't know what that looks like 20 years down the line. And I know that's not the right answer. No, no. I got it. But okay. it, it, it comes but down I, to knowing yourself.
1: I think it is the right answer. And because you're 22 years old um, and you're just hustling, right? You're grinding. You're learning. Um, and I think one of, the, one of the good quotes that I've heard is, success is when preparation meets opportunity. So like me and Chad, like, you know, we're grinding, we're doing these houses, we're flipping these houses, doing these rentals, um, doing all this stuff. And, you know, I can see a year, two years on the road, just because we kind of have a, a, a map laid out. Um, but after that, I mean, we're kind of just grinding and seeing what comes up. Right. And, and that's, that's kind of what, so that's kind of what, what I asked my uncle the other day. Cause I remember Zach texting me, are you a visionary or an integrator? And I was like, well, I mean, I mean, I guess I'm a visionary, but I have to be an integrator right now because I just got to get it done, right? We just have to grind and get it done. And I asked my uncle this, and, and uh, you know, he manages a multi-billion dollar company. And I was like, who's the, who's the visionary? Who's the integrator? And he was like, nobody. I was like, okay. Um, what does that mean? And he said, well, I mean, realistically, and I asked him about all his partners. He has two other partners. And he was like, you know, we just see what we have to do. And – we figure it out and go do it, um, whether that's his partner, whether that's him, whether that's whoever. Um, and maybe that's not the correct way to do it, but uh, it seems to be working. Working um, pretty damn well for him. <laughs> it's working pretty good. So um, I, I think the, the big thing is just just to start doing something and figuring it out. And obviously Ryan has, has started it, figured it out, and now he's systematized it. Um, and, but I think the biggest thing that people have to do is just start you are going to be doing everything at the very beginning and then you can scale up, right? But you gotta just start at the beginning of it. And,
2: and that's the hardest thing is and, and some people do start they do start but then they go back home. So for y'all for instance are at this entrepreneur meetup we have probably about a hundred you know six, seven figures because we're like our, at our middle level right. um, entrepreneurs here. Um, it's easy to be like, oh you know this is what I need to do and then you go back to college station and you don't have somebody sitting right next to you saying, hey are you doing the work? And it it seems boring, but then you come back three months later, and they're like, "Hey, did you do it? Because you're supposed to go back home and do the work when nobody sees, right? Because you're going to reap those rewards later on." Um, But that, I mean, you got to start. You're not going to know everything, but that's why it's so important to be surrounded by people that push you, that can help answer those questions that. Here's one thing that Ryan always says. He says, Your alignment takes precedent over your assignment. Yep. Basically, what that means, who you do life with is more important than what you do. Because if you get surrounded by the right people, you start having the right conversations, start learning the right things, meeting the right people, everything starts going good. The opposite's true, too. You ever notice that you start hanging around some of your losers' friends and, and you start getting some loser habits? Um, hang around five million. Y'all know that quote hang around five millionaires, you'll be the six. Hang around five losers, you'll be the six. Um,
1: it sounds corny but it is absolutely true. hundred percent true. Like it's, it's, it sounds so, so corny to somebody who doesn't live it. But like when you're around, say my uncle or you're around Stuman, or you're around everybody in that room and they're like, Hey, yeah, I just had a $10 million year. It's like, Oh shit. Like what the hell am I doing? I thought I, I was doing, doing good at a right. million. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's the, that's the craziest part. Um, but yeah, I've got two questions for you. Let's Go. Wrap it up. Um, so the first one is, what does success mean to you? When you when you want when you say you want to be successful, what does that look like? I think
2: success is for me. Success is not just business or grind or financially. Success for me is is excelling in every aspect of my life and being able to wake up every single day and be proud of the person that I am, the people that I'm impacting, the work that I'm doing um, every single day. So success is not down the line for me. Success is right now. I can wake up every single day and be successful because I'm doing what I want to do. I go to the gym. I put in the work, like in every aspect of my life. I make sure I text somebody every single day, old friend, old family member, maybe somebody that, you know, I I text y'all. Sometimes y'all are it and y'all don't even know it. But I I have, it's Pastor Keith teaches it. Dream 25, Ryan teaches it you reach out to somebody every single day and just kind of connect with them because time's going to pass and a phone works two ways, but those people aren't doing it. So if they're not doing it, I have to make sure I'm doing it because I want relationships with those people.
1: That's a good idea. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Cause yeah. I mean, it just, it, it's also kind of all, like omnipresence. Like you're always the one reaching out to them. And so whenever they're like, you know, Hey, who's, who's a good friend of yours? Oh, like Zach, Zach, talk or text me. <clears throat> Once, once a week, twice a week, maybe. But that's all it needs, right? When we're grinding, all I need is, is a text a week or two two texts a week. It's like, Hey, you good? Hey, what's up? What's going on? You know? Uh, And it's not
2: needed. You know, we could go months without talking and it would be fine. You know, you would come, come up here. I would go down there and we would hit it. Like, like we haven't even missed a beat, but you do want to put an effort into that. So, so for me, it's, it's winning every single day in every aspect of my life, um, that's what success is for me.
1: I like that answer. And then I think uh, you know, the, the other question probably bounces off of this, but it's it's why do you wake up and do what you do every day? Why do you grind every single day for, for what you want?
2: Yeah, so this is something that that it's it's our mission actually here at Apex is to elevate others to, to the most elite version of themselves. Um, Ed Milet talks about it in his Max Out book. Um, basically, the gist of it is there's a most elite version of yourself. There's a version that God created you to be, and then there's you where you're at right now. And you're not who that person is right now. But, like, he gives you years of life in order to get there. So for me, like, my purpose is really just becoming that mostly version of myself, helping as many people. And I could get deep with this, too. I could start talking about, like, what, what's the purpose of life? Like, why are we on this earth? What Like, rocks did not just collide and create Jake, Chad and me talking into this microphone So that other people can listen to it because we send it over like radio waves out to the, like, think about that. We're not just, we're not just here. There's a reason we're here. I don't know what it is yet, but I mean, I'm here and other people are here. So why should I, why should I talk down on people? Why should I make them feel bad? Should help people win. I shouldn't help improve people's lives, make their lives easier. There's so many average people out there that just tear people down every single day. Help them, bro. That's my biggest thing is just help people. So becoming the most elite version of yourself and then helping as many people as possible become the most elite version of themselves.
1: Yep. That's perfect. I like it. You got anything else for me? Anything else? Uh, right. I appreciate y'all having yeah, me. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys listening. And uh, if y'all get anything out of this, uh, what? how can we find you on, on Instagram, Facebook? Yeah, so knows?
2: Instagram and Facebook are, are my two most... I mean, they're, they're the two socials that I use the most. Um, Instagram, my username is Sasser21. It's my last name, S-A-S-S-E-R 21. And then Facebook, it's facebook.com slash real Zach Sasser. So I'm, I, I post most of my content on Facebook. Instagram's more like kind of like a highlight reel, kind of yeah, like yeah. what social media is yep. um, just because, you know, I have two different audiences on right. both. Facebook's a lot of business owners, salespeople um prospects clients stuff like that it's more like professional so i provide a lot of value on on facebook um instagram is just kind of like perspective just like i don't right. know cool captions this is, this
1: is this is what i'm doing and this is who i'm becoming type yeah. of thing yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. so well i appreciate you guys listening and if you have any value from this please share it and uh, uh connect with zach on instagram and uh if you have any questions about apex Definitely hit him up, and he will get you taken care of.
2: Yeah, shoot me a message, even even if it's not Apex, man. I, I work for the Hardcore Closer. I'm not going to pitch y'all, Like, if it makes sense. Th- that's kind of how I approach sales. Um, I hope I got that point across during this. But, man, if, if y'all need help with anything, shoot me a message. Like, I'm, I'm an open book. I love connecting with people, especially, and I know your audience is younger people. I love connecting with young hustlers. Like, I, I absolutely love it um, because there's, there's not too many of us out there. So if, if you fall into that category, shoot me a message, man. Follow me. Shoot me a message so I see it. Um, I would love to talk to y'all. See what y'all got going on. Yeah. So
1: I think that's one more thing I got is uh, I think before before I met you, uh, with the exception of Seth Williams, because obviously I met him first, and he's one of the all, the only other young hustlers I know, a stud. Um, I didn't know anybody, like nobody. I had I had no clue anybody like like you existed. Right. I, I knew Seth. Met up at the gym. Same five hard. Whatever. Um, and you know, we hit it off down there, but you know, it's, it's now you opened up to a bunch of other people and, um, it's just, it's just really good to see other people doing it. And, and like, like I'm not alone. Right. Cause sometimes in, I'm in conversation in my room, I'm like, damn, I'm alone. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, people just a, a year or two older than us, like Eric Gonzalez, who are running like eight figure roofing companies. And he has two roofing companies. Cause he, one is like residential and then one, like he supplies the crews. he's a crew leader like getting access to those type of people that's why I think you know networks like like Apex um, that's a plug right there Um, networks like Apex just getting you plugged in because once you get surrounded by the right people the right things happen yep I'm done (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) well I appreciate you coming on and uh, I'm sure we'll have you on another time sounds good bro I appreciate you guys and Fuck what they talk about. I been getting my cake and running wild Since a
0: little child Yo, Getting it every day I'm working sun up till the sun down Yo, I'm getting it every day These niggas hating Trying to see how I do this shit Bitch I'm not new